Hi, and welcome to Wealthy Wellness Biz. I'm your podcast host, Nicole Harlow, CEO of Brand Better, brand strategist, social media marketer, and podcast producer for wellness businesses. This is the place to be if you're a wellness entrepreneur, health coach, functional medicine practitioner, naturopathic doc, or wellness brand looking to turn your wellness biz into a wealthy wellness biz. Hey, hey. Well, it's been a hot second since I've recorded a podcast episode, and I am back with a topic that every business owner loves to hate, social media, social media marketing. I know you just like threw up a little bit just in hearing me say that. So I'm going to be going through uh, a couple things. Um, One is this is the introductory episode to, uh, we're going to have an entire series that's all about social media marketing. So, and this is a perfect time for me to pitch this little nugget right here in the beginning that at Brand Better, we've just created a whole new wing of our business around social media marketing. You know that we've done podcasting and that we love podcasting for our clients. Um, and like I said, most business owners hate social media. So we finally took the plunge and we are managing social media for our clients and just loving it. So if you don't want to listen to the rest of this series and learn how to do it yourself and learn why you should even give a flying crap about social media and you want a team to do it for you, get on a call with us and let us take over your social media channels and get you started on a TikTok and take over your Instagram and make it so you never really need to think about social media ever again. Okay. That's my sales pitch. But yeah, if you don't want to listen to the rest of this, you don't need to just hire us and we'll do it for you. But if you're in a DIY and continue to do your own social media, then let's dive in. So the way that I'm going to structure this series is I want these all to be like bite-sized episodes, not super long, just kind of like telling you what I think are the best practices. I'm recording this in 2023. It's uh, September 2023. So God, we're getting on towards the end of the year. So a lot of these practices are going to be more timeless marketing principles kind of underlying the foundation of each social media platform. But then I'm going to go through and do social platform specific. So, you know, number one, just want to tell you right off the bat, I don't think, in fact, I know that you don't need to be on every single social media platform. So let's just start there as our foundation and our agreement that just because it's the shiniest new thing, um, there's a lot of platforms coming out. There's a lot of like OG platforms that have been around forever. So what I'm going to offer you is is more a framework. And I would rather see you find success on just one platform than spread yourself thin on having LinkedIn and Pinterest and Twitter. There are a lot of platforms that Brand Better just isn't on and probably never will be on either because they just don't really fit our personality, i.e. Twitter slash X. Um, character limits don't really work for me. So I would rather sit down and podcast and create an hour-long piece of content than be restricted to characters. And also, they're just social media platforms that I just personally like better. And so I think part of developing a really great social media plan is personal, right? And you know, as a brand strategist, branding person, one of my main messages really is to 
create a, a brand, create a business, create content that's really unique to you. And so social media is no different than that. And, you know, I think something else that I'd like to start off with before we kind of dive into the overview is just another piece of allowing yourself permission to not feel like you have to like chase trends all the time. I think that what I see really holds people back on social media, either getting started or posting content or even jumping into a platform like TikTok, for example, would be a great example here, is this feeling like it has to be really trend focused, right? And so I don't want to do TikTok dances. I don't really want to be up there pointing at things and kind of like feeling a little bit like an idiot, you know, just <laughs> doesn't really, doesn't really work for me, right? It doesn't work for my sense of like how I want to use my time, uh, how I enjoy creating. And that's okay because you can be successful on a platform like TikTok just by being yourself. And so I wanted to just put that out there that we can create a really robust social media presence. We can create a social media strategy without ever really bowing down to trends or feeling like we have to communicate in a way that's inauthentic to us, right? So just just because everybody else is using meme posts or just because everybody else is dancing or because everybody else is like using humor, that might not be part of your personality. It might not be part of your brand. And so I think part of it is being able to just authentically um, know who we are and know how we want to communicate and how we want to create before even really diving into a strategy or a plan. So that's it. That's my soapbox. I think I wanted to give you permission in the conversation around social media to not be trend focused, to be authentic. And um, we're going to go through the series in different platforms. And you might find that some platforms just aren't the right fit for you. And that's okay because like you can find success on social media only being on Twitter or only being on uh, Pinterest or LinkedIn or YouTube or TikTok or Instagram. And so there's lots of platforms to choose. With podcasting, I know podcasting isn't a specific social media platform, but I would also, you know, add that as a platform, right, which opens up iTunes and Spotify and Apple Music and lots of other places that you can be found. You also have your blog, you have your mailing list. And so these are all channels, right? And the goal is to find a, a tech stack, a channel stack that works for our goals and our personality and our brand authenticity. So here's what I'm going to cover in this episode, uh, first part of the series. The first thing is I want to spend a little bit of time talking about what I see as the power of social media and why you should even give a flying crap about it. You know, what is important about being on social media? Because I think a lot of us really see it as a I think most of us see it as like a vacuum of nothingness where you create a post and 24 hours is lost to the void forever. And I'm hoping that I can change your mind about that because I think social media is incredibly powerful, um, but maybe not for the reasons that you're already thinking about. So that's part one. And part two is going to be a little bit more focused on choosing the right platform. Now, coming up in the rest of the series we will go through each platform in itself with best practices and whether you should or shouldn't be on there and strategies that are specific for each platform. 
And then we'll kind of round off this series with how to create engaging content, um, how to create a content calendar, how to bulk create your work so you're not on social media all the time or feeling like you're constantly on a uh, content creation hamster wheel. We will talk about growing and engaging your followers and building a loyal and engaged following on social media. And then we will also kind of round this out with measuring success and ROI, which I think is probably, uh, I'm not this far in my content calendar just yet, but um, I think will probably lead us into another series where we're talking more about uh, the power of paid advertising. Because I think being able to kind of have a content creation and social media strategy and then rolling that into paid ads, whether that's boosted posts or Instagram ads or Facebook ads, TikTok ads, et cetera, um, is a great way to like supercharge your social media and your content presence with some paid advertising. So I think this is probably where we're going to go afterwards, but I always reserve the right to pivot if there's something else that I want to talk about. So let's dig into the power of social media. So some of the things that social media can do for you are boosting your brand awareness, um, generating leads and sales, and really it can help grow your business, the visibility, and even transforming your bottom line. So there's a lot that social media does, but I think above all else, how I see social media, and this is really ties in directly to my focus as a brand strategist, it is a relationship building tool. And it's the place that people will go to when they're researching your brand and they're trying to figure out about you and they're trying to figure out if they're going to hire you, if you're the one to solve their problem versus somebody else, right? So we always have peers and competition in the market. And think about yourself in the buying cycle. Are you the type of person to go and check out their social media? I certainly am. Uh, a couple of the ways that I check out brands before I want to either purchase with them, and this can be anything from skincare products to um, service providers that I'm looking to hire to who's going to give me a massage. Right? So one of the ways, you know, we have referrals, obviously, but we will go to their website and we'll check out what their website looks like. I like to generally like join a mailing list. This is maybe less for like a spur of the moment purchase. And maybe this is a little bit more like on a bigger purchase, but I like to, you know, join the mailing list, but then I'd also go and subscribe to some of their social channels and see what they're posting and see what kind of reviews and testimonials they have. But ultimately, social media is that relationship lever that we're looking for to continue a conversation with not only a would-be client, but somebody who already is a client, right? So we have clients and customers that we can use social media both on the front end to drive engagement and have people find out about our brand and our business and our products. We can use social media to kind of dive into the specifics around like, so if it's a product, we can dive into the specifics of just like how it's made and the supply chain and our values and our mission and all of the um, manufacturers that we work with or the, the small businesses or brands that we support. 
um, going behind the scenes with our team. And so social media gives us an opportunity for people to to kind of peel back the curtain and see more about our business so they can like line up with our, we a business that shares similar values to them. And a lot of this kind of goes back to like a lot of the branding messages that that I've talked to in previous episodes. And if you're a client of ours or um, you've come to a, a class or a webinar with me, I talk about brand messaging a lot. And Social media is a great sandbox for us to continue to like refine the brand message to speak to our ideal person. And part of that is the magnetism of the right type of client, but also repelling a client that just isn't a good fit for us. Right. And we use that with imagery and language and the type of posts that we post, depending, doesn't matter what platform you are, are on, whether it's podcasting even or your mailing list or your blog, the content that you create, these are all beacons that reach out to an ideal person. And so that's kind of on the front end of getting new clients, but also social media can be amazing at retaining the clients that we already have, increasing the cart value and lifetime value of a customer, keeping them, you know, loyal and advocates of the work that we do. So I like you to think about social media in that respect, too, that it saw, starts kind of like on the first pillar as bringing in engagement and interest, clicks and follows and new potential clients. It gives us a platform to talk more about the product that we have and the service, but it also gives us a reason to continue to develop a relationship with the clients that we already have. So they come back and buy more product with us or work with us again or refer people out to our our services, right? So I like you to think about that's kind of as a, if I would wrap it up, I would say for me, that is the power of social media. So it builds relationships and builds rapport. And when you have a great social media strategy and you are bulk creating content you're really thinking about your ideal client avatar and you're thinking about exactly what they're, what's going to help them solve their pain point. How do you showcase your unique value proposition and what makes you unique in your field? Um, when you put that all together and you are able to like pre-schedule your content and you're not even there on social media every day, maybe you're showing up um, once a day to answer any DMs or comments, but like there is a way to make feel like social media is just not in your space all the time, right? And so that for me is the power of social media, is the relationship building capacity and the fact that we can use tools to, just like podcasting, to create content and relationship building content that goes out and we don't have to be there every day, right? Feeling like we're totally a slave to the social media machine. You can decide to opt out of that or have a completely different relationship with it. So the next thing that I want to talk about before we wrap this episode up is how to choose the right platform. So there are lots of different social media platforms to choose from, and I don't think we need to be everywhere. I think when you're just getting started, I would focus on just one platform, maybe two, and start getting good at that platform, start getting comfortable 
about the the language of the platform, the cadence of creating on that platform. And then you can add platforms as you start to feel more comfortable. Or also, you can get really good at cross-promoting and cross-purposing, repurposing your content and using it for different platforms. So you know that I'm a huge advocate for podcasting. Here I am, podcasting. Um, because I like to have, like when I think about a social media content calendar and I think about like creating a social media strategy, I like to have like one piece of content that really is like it anchors the week. And podcasting really helps when you have a weekly show uh, for the clients that we produce podcasts for and now for ourselves, now that we have a new series starting, we'll have our episode go out on a Monday and then our social media content will follow that topic, right? And so we will develop like three pieces of social media content for our clients and ourselves that will come back to that main thing. But you can do the same thing with a blog post, right? Or an article or a piece of content. Or you could just create a topic list and say, you know, this week of September, the topic is going to be, I don't know, chronic fatigue or something like that. Like five, five steps to help heal chronic fatigue. And I like having that piece of content that that anchors the week. And then it's just a matter of deciding not only which platforms to be on, but how does that content get parsed out to the different platforms? So if we take the podcast episode or say for you, it's a blog post and we have this one like anchored piece of content, then we want to bring it onto Instagram. And on Instagram, it wants to be told as visual, right? And so to hop on Canva and have some social media templates that are in our brand that maybe have a carousel of the five different steps. Um, but we know if we want to take it over to YouTube, that's video, right? And so we, you know, need to have some kind of video content that goes with it. If it's over on TikTok, it's going to be like sticky videos that are shorter, maybe like 20 to 30 seconds, um, and have them over on TikTok. So each, so you can have like one core piece of content or one topic for the week. This is just an option. You can have anything that you want, really. So I don't want to say this is the way you have to have it. But what I like to have, what I recommend is like one core topic for the week and then go to the different platforms that you're on, parse out that content in the way that is right for that platform. And then you're going through and you're repurposing just one piece of content multiple times over the week. And you can do that week over week. You can also write to the mailing list. You can have it on your blog. So we have a one core piece of content, but we're really just firing it out to a bunch of different platforms. But how do you know which platforms to be on? Um, I would say for me, this is definitely a personal choice around. I don't think that there's one core platform that's like, this is the first best step for every single client. I just don't see that. Um, I think Instagram is a great, easy place for most business owners to be on. And it's a place where most of your clients and customers will expect you to be. I would say at this point in 2023, moving into 2024, most of your clients will expect you to have a Facebook page. Not that, I mean, I don't know about you. It's been a long time since I followed a a Facebook page, but it feels kind of like a necessary place that everybody needs to be. And if you want to foray into paid advertising at some point, you will need a Facebook business page. So I feel like that's kind of like a bare minimum foundation is to have a Facebook business page. I think most clients will expect you to have an Instagram 
as a small business or a practice as a wellness business owner. So for me, the two places where I like to start our clients off on are, well, I guess it would be three. One is to have a Facebook business page, but that's just because we can cross post Instagram content to Facebook. And then we have one more platform that we've added. And also, like I said, it opens up the paid advertising side of it. So a Facebook business page, Instagram account always feels like a no-brainer for almost 100% of our clients. And then right now we're starting everybody off with a TikTok channel too, which is just, you know, the newest and the fastest moving of the platforms. And is also a really good place to be sharing some like wellness advice. The only time I wouldn't do that is for a client that is just like dead set on not having any video. And it does happen. There's some people who are just like, I just like won't record any video at all. I just don't want to. Um, in which case we would just stick with Instagram. But I feel like that stack of a Facebook business page and an Instagram account are at least where I would start off. And then you can start customizing based on your like business personality, the way that you like, are you B2B? In which case, if you're B2B, I would go LinkedIn. If you're B2C, I would be going TikTok. If you have a product that's like very like visual, visually oriented, so you're like a skincare line or something like that, I would be adding like a Pinterest or maybe you're like us, like a design-focused business, service-oriented. I don't think a lot of people will listen to this because this is wellness business specifically. I don't think most people are in that category. So for most wellness business owners, Pinterest is kind of not, not a major strategy. Twitter could be helpful, especially if you have a lot of like uh, information and educational content. If you have a podcast, um, I could see you having a Twitter account. Um, but more so than that, I would like to stack a podcast with a YouTube channel and uh, record video content while you're recording your podcast episode. Bring that over to YouTube and then uh, repurpose some of that video content into YouTube shorts, which are just like Instagram stories or TikTok, uh, Instagram reels or TikTok videos, um, but for YouTube. So that's another way that you can repurpose some content. But yeah, I guess I would say for most wellness business owners, a Facebook business page and an Instagram is a great starting place. Uh, we'll go through Instagram specifically on another episode. Any any of these platforms we'll go through specifically, but that is usually a good starting tact. Um, if you want to get comfortable with video, I would say TikTok. Um, if you have a podcast, which I would love if you had a podcast, uh, that gives you another opportunity to add on a YouTube channel and YouTube shorts. So, and that's a pretty nice tech stack. Twitter or X is a platform that, like I said, I've never really gotten into it and don't really have any clients who have really gotten into it either. So um, that's a specific beast in and itself, but I think it's very designed if you're more extroverted, if you like, if you already are on X and you have been maybe for years, you know, you have like a personal account and you're really comfortable on the platform. I could see you starting a business uh, account for that, but I really don't feel like that's a necessary platform for many of our wellness business clients um, and ourselves too. If you like that fast paced communication back and forth and you're like a 
like an Andrew Huberman, Huberman Labs, that would be a great, like, if you're just sharing little tidbits of information or you want to, like, crowdsource questions to an audience, that's also a great place to use, like, a Twitter X account, too. Okay, I think I'm going to wrap this up and look forward to seeing you in the next episode where we will be covering da, 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 Facebook. Okay, have a great day. Yay, you made it to the end of the episode. Here are some things that you can do to keep this party going. You can hire our team to work with our branding agency, social media management, or podcast production team. You can find all this information down in the show notes. You can subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, or follow us on social media at Brand Better Co. Uh, also, if you're interested in digging deeper into how a podcast can help you add six figures of revenue to your business in the next 12 months, I would love to invite you to join our latest free masterclass using the link in the show notes. Uh, it's called Wellness Clients on Demand, Podcasting for Your Health-Based Business. We also have another on-demand masterclass that's free called Confidence to be Seen as the Face of Your Wellness Business. This is great if you know that you need to hop on social media, but you don't want to be like learning any of the dances or anything that feels really inauthentic. This is a great masterclass for you. One other thing that you can do to work with us is to join our Profitable Wellness Podcast program, and you'll find the link also down below. Have a great day, and I will see you on the next episode. Bye now.